Welcome back to The Wine Show. You've got Simon Nash here on 96.5. Uh, we are now going to head over to McLaren Vale and, uh, and have a chat with Ben Riggs, who, uh, whose wine brand is Mr Riggs, of course. Uh, good morning to you, Ben. Good morning. Um, mate, how's the weather over in, uh, in McLaren Vale for you? Uh, today, it's spectacular. Excellent. That gives us a heads up on what's coming our way then in a couple of days, I think. Typically, yes. Um, so, uh, are, you, are you allowed to go outside and look at it? <laughs> Just maybe for an hour, <laughs> um, but there's plenty of time to sit around at home and drink wines like your wine um, in McLaren Valshiraz. How good! Um, now, mate, I wanted to get you on because I came across the, this project that you're doing um, with uh, with Three Kings Wines, the group. Um, so you've got you've got three labels. Um, the Ponting, Backline, and King's Creed, and it's um, it's really fun. And um, so I just wanted to have a chat. Let's let's start with whichever one you want to have a have a chat to. But you're making these wines, um, uh, in part guided by, well, Ricky Ponting, for instance, and um, or he's involved in you know some of the decisions along the way, isn't he? Well, it's an interesting project. It really came about from with a friend of mine who's been working for Mo Hennessy for eighteen years, and. I sat with him one day and said, I think it's time you, uh, you know, expanded your horizons and did something different. And we talked about starting a business. And then he knew Ricky and had contacted Ricky and said, would you be interested in starting? And he'd, you know, he's become in recent years a, a passionate wine lover and Rihanna is the same. And um, I thought, well, that's a, exactly the sort of thing we want to do. So he jumped in, um, um, guns are blazing, like, with great vigour and passion and um, and wanted to get involved and they spent a lot of time and energy, you know, thinking about names and, you know, label designs and, um, you know, I mean, it's all sort of started with a bit of a rush. So as, as we evolve um, and once the world goes back to semi-normal and you're allowed to travel again, then, I mean, Ricky's come down to Clown Vale and we've done, you know, tasting and blending and we went to Tasmania together and looked at what the styles would look like. Um, but we'll do more of that once we get to... Once uh, Victoria, the wall is pulled down in Victoria, we'll be able to do it again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and, and of course, uh, Ricky's from Tassie, isn't he? Yeah, originally. So, um, so and, and Tassie's somewhere that you've you've seen, you know, people doing all sorts of great things, and you've wanted to to do some stuff, you know, down in Tassie. So, it's kind of been a really good project in for that um, in that way as well. Oh, absolutely, and. You know, I remember a very long time ago in my early days at Wirra Wirra, um, Greg Trott was down there, um, you know, selling wine, and he phoned me one Sunday and said he'd been walking around, it's probably early 90s, walking around the wharf area of Hobart, and he said, we should buy a place here, it's so cheap. And I said, okay, let's do it. So, you know, I got all excited and then never ever <laughs> did anything about it. So, <laughs> and now it's and, not um, as cheap as it was then. <laughs> no, but it was, yeah, it was because it's it sort of, it always struck me as a place I'd like. I like the climate, you know, I like cooler yeah. weather weather, I like um um you know, where things grow grow well. Um you know, but that's why I love the Vale. I mean it's a bit warmer but it's a great climate and you can grow things. Um and Tasmania is very similar. I mean the Vale, you know, fennel and herbs and things grow wild on the side of the road, so it tells you a lot about the, the climate and the um you know, the fact that it's a good place to make wine and there's a lot of places in Tasmania that are very similar. Mm. Um, so the so the wine uh, you're making you know, with Ricky uh, is is called Ponting. Then you've got 
uh, a one that's called Backline, and that's uh, in collaboration with or in, in association with with some ex Wallaby players. Yeah, three of those. Well, in, in fact, in the total business, we've got four ex Wallabies. We've got Nathan Sharp involved in Kings Creed, yep. who was the captain of the, the Wallabies for a while, um, and he uh, he's more like he's. Uh, I originally said he can't be involved because I think he's. Uh, He's about two or three inches taller than me. I thought that can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and then um, uh, the backline: um, Adam Ashley Cooper, um, Matt Gitto, and Drew Mitchell, who played a lot of um, rugby together um, in you know, different states as well as Australian. Um, um, and then um, Matt and Drew played together in Toulon for a while, and then um, Adam played in Bordeaux and that's one of the things that I mean they were always into wine and I've, I mean I've you know through David I've known them for a while and um, they've always enjoyed wine they've always been good good uh, customers and supporters so for them it was a something they could sort of get involved in after after their rugby careers are, well they, they were finished but I think they're all going to America to play um, alright so because uh, the American League is, is someone's putting a lot of money in and they're trying to crank up rugby in, in the States um, so they're all heading over there to play I think um, but you know they're they're very involved. In, you know they they love the Provence style rosés and and um, Adam being in Bordeaux visited a lot of wineries and loved the sort of Cabernet Bordeaux blend. So mm. we we focused on those two um, styles as well as the Shiraz from Langhorne Creek. Um, so they're yeah they're all involved. They all have their inputs. Um, they, they were certainly involved in the label concepts and designs um, and. Um, well, and I noticed the the rosé uh, you call. Uh, do you pronounce it pilau pilau? Pilu 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 pilu. Uh, and so, where where um, as you mentioned Toulon, and that's so. Um, this actually like the French version of the haka, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if you want to see something really cool, just Google pilu pilu, and have a look at it. And so Toulon, um, they have a guy at the start of the game who's. It's not quite like a but same kind of thing. And mm. you know, sort of shouting out this this thing, and all the crowd um, joins in, and it's, it's awesome. I mean, it really is fantastic. So that that was part of the connection to the south of France. Um, and but yeah, have a look at it. It's really good. There's a there's a couple of good versions of it that show you where uh, so, the guy has you know drawings on his face, and um, <laughs> there's some real passion in the south of France for rugby. And so we spell that P I L O U. And yeah. same again. So, uh, yeah, Google that. That sounds, that sounds cool. So that's a rosé. What's the material for her, for that? Uh, the this year we used a cabernet from the southern Fleurieu, so a really cool spot. Um, um, so it's actually really high quality cabernet, which is a bit of a pain because no one wants <laughs> colouring rosé anymore. And um, I've got to say, we you know bled it straight off, and you know it was so deeply coloured, it was crazy. So we had to sort of you know we did all of the Provence style techniques of you know oxidated handling and solid ferment and some of them into old old barrels to finish fermentation and um, you know we had to we had to try and keep the colour as low as we possibly could which was which was tricky I remember funny story but not really connected but years ago I did a Grenache workshop in America and Kim Tolley from Finley who was Penfolds days he was talking about Grenache and his only experience with Penfolds was when he was making um, sparkling wine and in the in the bloom of sparkling wine, there wasn't a lot of white grapes around, so you have to make red grapes into into white sparkling. And right. I said, "Bush wine, Grenache, 
driving crazy because you could never get the colour <laughs> out of it. <laughs> and um, it was the same thing with this Cabernet Rosé. It, uh, it was tricky, but it's very flavoursome, um, very crunchy acid, um, dry, but um, you know, because it was such high quality Cabernet, it lovely sort of fruit tingles and lovely fruit fleshiness in the palate. Good. Mm, they sound uh, sound like really serious wines, which is which is great because sometimes these projects they you know it's it's more about the, the marketing than it is about the substance um yeah so obviously the you know they've got a serious winemaker in there giving you one the mclaren vale bushing king back in the day a couple of those a couple yeah um that's a pretty uh, pretty big thing for down in mclaren vale um so how do people find these wines online um well what's if you the best go one? to if you go to three kings wine merchants um you will find all the brands are on the website. Um, there is some distribution starting, uh, Ponting uh, particularly uh, in Australia. There's a few places that are about to launch with distribution, vintage sellers being one of those. Um, but the others, uh, for all of the, all of the brands, you can you can get them um, online. Um, mm-hmm. So Three Kings Wine Merchants. And there's a couple of products that might be in distribution. So we've just released the reserve wine for the back line, which is, um, which is a McLaren Val Shiraz. Um, which is uh, um, yeah, big, rich, juicy, complex McLaren Valcheraz, and we're about to launch uh, the, the uh, Icon wine in the Ponting range, um, which is uh, which is going to be called Three Six Six. Which is uh, he, he was a three hundred sixty six Australian test cap, so that's why we named that one yep. Three Six Six. Um, and the uh, sum of the Rugby Boys test for Australia is uh, two nine nine, so they are. Uh, um, that's what we call their icon mine. So we've connected their previous careers with their new with their new business. Yeah, and uh, and you mentioned earlier Nathan Sharp, uh, so ex-, ex Wallaby captain. So his wine brand is Kings Creed. Um, so you do a Pinot Grigio and a Chardonnay out of the Adelaide Hills and a McLaren Val Shiraz. Yep. yep. And we've got a few other things coming up, but um, yeah, so we. And, and it's interesting, the whole concept of that label, I think Nathan, you know, between David Krenich and Nathan and myself, we, we're very passionate believers in this. And we we think that, um, you know, um, positive masculinity is actually something that's been um, pushed to the sidelines and people, you know, have, have been focusing on toxic masculinity, which is a very bad thing with, you know, domestic violence, etc. And so the whole the whole thing about the, the King's Creed brand is, our creed is... is um, um, a really important thing, you know, what we believe in. Um, mm. You know, I and you know, both Nathan and I lost our fathers when we were quite young, and um, the impact that had on us and the things that we learned from that. And um, you know, to have our creed and, and mine um, also comes from a, the Riggs family crest, which is Dumb Vivo Cano, which is while alive celebrates, and it's really about enjoying, you know, all the steps along the path and. Um, Celebrate the big moments, but enjoy the steps along the way. And, and Nathan has very similar creeds in his life, and so I think it was a great name for, for that. And it's something that we are getting more and more interact, interaction with with customers, you know, telling us what their creed is mm. and how they want to live their lives. And I think that's something we uh, we believe passionately in. Yeah, I like that. While alive, celebrate. It's a it's a good mantra. Uh, definitely. Um, now, uh, Mr. Riggs is your wine brand, and uh, you started that um, with your mentor uh, back in the day but since 2013 you've been um, 
outside the the, uh, the group that it was started under, the Galvanised Wine Group. So Mr Riggs is um, available to... The cellar door is, is still open in um, McLaren Vale there? Uh, no, well, I actually don't have one at the moment. Um, I, I sell direct, but it's, it's available in... Uh, you know, lots of independent liquor stores, um, um, you know, vintage sellers, Dan Murphy's, all of those. Um, um, and so, look, I must say, in, since March, since all this lockdown, sales have been amazing. Um, um, obviously, people are enjoying uh, enjoying a, a, a dabble at home. And, um, um, you know, luckily for me, I mean, four years ago, I was 75% on-premise and 25% off-premise. And I realised that selling wine to restaurants is getting harder and harder because the focus is on not on known and branded wines anymore. Um, sommeliers seem to want to serve stuff that no one's ever heard of more and more, <laughs> which I think is, is one of my bugbears at the moment. Um, but, um, so I started focusing more on, on online retail and, and, and independent retail. And, and, and luckily, because when the shutdown happened, my sales went up, not down. Perfect. That's good. What, um, what's something we should be having a look out for? Uh, in out of the Mr. Riggs range? Well, I have just released my reserve, um, and it's funny, I, the first one I released in 2001 was Mr. Riggs Shiraz, and I've never given it a name. I've given every other one I've got a name, and people have hassled me for years about giving it a name, and um, there's nothing that really stuck. And um, six months ago, I discovered, well, which I had for a long time, um, a little coupling case that my father had lots of beautiful cufflinks from the sort of 50s and 60s and 70s and um, it's got JFR, he was John Frederick Riggs um, inscribed on the top of the cufflink case and I looked at it and thought oh my god that's what I need to call my reserve <laughs> so so my reserve is uh, and, and he's really the reason I make wine I mean, he was a wine lover and um, you know, as a young person I got interested in tasting wines and he was trying things and that's, that's how I you know, got my interest in the wine business um, so the JFR has just been released. It was 2018. It was an incredible vintage in Clarendale. But I think the most important one at the moment is, um, now that we're in September, is leading up to October, is the Gaffer. Um, yep. Gaffer, we have a pink cap, and we sponsor um, the Flinders, um, uh, Flinders Foundation, which um, sponsors breast and other cancer research. And um, I think, excuse me for forgetting this, but I think we're heading towards $160,000 that we've put into breast cancer research based on you know, part proceeds of the gaffer mm-hmm. um, going to that. And so October is, um, is Cancer Awareness Month, so we donate a bottle per case of gaffer that we sell um, in the month of October to to research. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think if anyone wants to go and grab a bottle of gaffer, I mean, you can do it in September if you like, but make sure you do something in October. <laughs> um, don't hold off. <laughs> and hopefully when you've bought your bottle in, or case you're not in September, you'll need another one in October but yeah it's a really important thing to all of us and um, you know something I'm incredibly proud of is to be able to uh, yeah. make significant well contributions to the, to the to world of research that is it, it's amazing well done that's uh, it's a significant amount of money uh, and it's a great looking bottle um, and uh, yeah hopefully we can well certainly in September and in October we'll be m- most likely having them at home uh, but around the country, you know, take them to a barbie and uh, and everyone will want to have a look at it, I would have thought. Um, and it's a great wine. It's yum. So the JF- Hopefully they let you out for <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, we're, we're finding out today, apparently. So, um, oh, right. A little bit. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, um, Ben, the, those three wines, they sound great. And then 
um, exciting about the JFR, um, your reserve, Shiraz. So, and appropriate to be talking about it on Father's Day, hey? Uh, certainly, yeah. That, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that connection, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, well, look, it's uh, exciting watching that, that unfold. And, and, you know, I think you've sort of, you've got a philosophy that it's all about, you know, sustainable farming and, and you know, the better... The, the, um, the conditions for the plant to grow, you know, the better the wines. And um, and that's something you're carrying over into this project as well, isn't it? Oh, very important. And, and in McLaren Vale, we started a sustainable farming program, um, I think, what would it be now, uh, 12 years ago, I think, um, driven significantly by, by a fellow by the name of Doc Harvey. And it became, you know, completely, I think it covered almost every grower in McLaren Vale, and it's such a great program that it's just been rolled out nationally. So the Australian sustainable farming model is basically based on the McLaren Vale one, um, which is one of the great things about this district. Everyone seems to link arms and mm-hmm. do things together. And out of that, we've come up with a with a model that is, um, you know, focused on leaving leaving land a better place than when we uh, started. So um, simple simple philosophy, but very important to, to get those steps right. Yeah, and he he's a ripper jock. Um Jock Harvey, um, so uh, mate, that's great. We'll uh, we'll have a chat again, I'm sure, and uh, everyone should go go to Mr Riggs' uh, website and then also go to Three Kings Wines, or and um, that's uh, that's where you'll find the the Ponting, the back, backline, and the King's Creed. And uh, yeah, great to chat again, Ben. Speak to you soon. Enjoy your Arvo. Enjoy your Father's Day. <laughs>